Good morning. As fellow Minnesotans, you may know we often avoid any kind of controversy, conflict, or even disagreement. It is a fault of ours in Minnesota. I would like to share one humorous observation from the book How to Talk Minnesota. Heard of this one? I guess they have a new version of it too. In the section headlined, Controversy in Minnesota, it notes, quote, Our nat one natural response to a controversial statement in Minnesota is to end the discussion by saying, That's different. <laughs> Instead of addressing the problem, we just say, That's different. My late aunt once told me a story about my grandmother, Yaya. She immigrated from Greece to the Iron Range in, in Virginia, Minnesota. There was a certain man in town that not too many people liked. There was something wrong about his behavior. I don't think I was ever really given all the details, I don't even, or just don't remember. But his behavior bothered my grandmother. My grandmother, Maya Yaya, once said something to this man who had some disagreeable habit. Later on, that man thanked my grandmother. She acknowledged that there was a problem. She was straightforward with the man, and that man had respect for my grandmother for speaking the truth to him. The man wasn't perfect, but he later thanked my grandmother for correcting him. Early Christians weren't perfect either. There are many occasions where the behavior of early Christians needed correction. In fact, the pages of the New Testament are filled with correction including St. Paul's letter to the Galatians, from which we read this morning. The aim of correcting others was first to bring that person to salvation. Secondly, the aim was to bring unity to the community of faith, one Christian family united in their faith with the same set of God-given morals. In today's epistle lesson, St. Paul reminds them that there is a time for correcting others. As it reads, Brethren, if a man is overtaken in any trespass, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. In the Greek, this word overtaken, prosleinthi, has a connotation of surprise, 
like overtaken by surprise in a surprise attack. The devil often tries to take us by surprise to get us to sin. Someone who is overtaken by the surprise by, by surprise by sin, early Christians included, needed help. They needed help to get out of their situation. They needed St. Paul and other Christian leaders to address the problem. Society, however, often tells us to do the opposite. Never to correct another person, never to speak out against sin, never to acknowledge the problem. On the contrary, society even wants us to tell others their sin is just fine, their choice, there is no problem, there is no sin. But that devil, he is a liar. The devil takes God's commands to not judge others and subtly twists it just a little. That devil, he's a liar. Suddenly, do not judge. According to that liar, the devil means not to speak out against sin, ever. That devil, he is a liar. He encourages us to never even acknowledge sin's existence. Permit everything. That devil, he is a liar. The devil would love you to say, as long as it makes you happy, even in the face of the biggest sins. He would love you to say, I don't want you, I just don't want to get involved, even with your closest relatives who are in big trouble. That devil, he is a liar. That devil, he's a liar, he will present himself to seem like he's on our side and trick us and have us think we're not we're doing the right thing when we're not. The devil will try to convince us to take the easy way out. The devil will try to overtake us by surprise. We think that we can't even speak out against sin. That devil, he is a liar. Don't let him overtake you. But what happens if we or someone we love is overtaken in any trespass, as it says in the epistle lesson? There is a solution. God wants to fix us. St. Paul writes in today's epistle lesson, Brethren, if a man is overtaken in any trespass, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. What does St. Paul mean here? You who are spiritual most likely refers to Christian leaders and those who are more mature in the faith. Those who are spiritual have a job to do. They are instructed by God's grace to restore those who are overtaken in any trespass in a spirit of gentleness. And those are people in the community. The Greek word here for restore, katartizete, has a connotation to put things in order. Okay, put things in order. Sin is disorder. God's help, love, 
and forgiveness restores order. Restoration into the loving embrace of God and His Holy Church. But this restoration is to be done in a spirit of gentleness. The biblical scholar Father Paul Tarazi wrote, the choice of the expression in the spirit of gentleness instead of the simple in gentleness confirms this emphasis on the Holy Spirit's role. Gentleness is required because the correct to someone's trespass or fall consists neither in punishing him nor in condemning him, but rather in setting him straight, in restoring him to his previous state. This previous state is a right relationship with God and the church. But this work of restoration isn't limited to the early church. No, this great work of God continues to this day. God wants to fix us. God wants to restore us. God wants to put things in order. God wants us to restore our relatives. God wants us to bear each other's burdens, which includes the burden of heavy sin. God wants to make things how they are supposed to be, to restore us to the proper, joyous, and beautiful relationship with Him and His body, the Church. And sometimes God works through people to help this restoration happen. There will be a time out of love that each of us may need to restore someone under our authority, like our children, in a spirit of gentleness. Doing this in the right way avoids gossiping, delighting in the wrong, name-calling, or irate so-called correcting. When that time comes, we must remember that loving someone also includes restoring that person caught in a trespass. Remember that devil, he's a liar. Loving someone doesn't mean ignoring a big problem, but rather loving that person means helping restore that person in a spirit of gentleness to a right relationship with God. But there, are also, there also may be a time when someone who has spiritual authority over us, like a priest, that may restore, need to restore us in a spirit of gentleness. Let us all be open to this correction and restoration of ourselves or of our loved ones when that moment comes in our lives. Amen. Amen. Again, we bow before you, Lord, we pray to you, living, loving God. Hear our supplication and cleanse our souls and bodies from every defilement of flesh and spirit. And grant that we may stand before your holy altar without blame or condemnation. 
Grant us, O God, for wisdom of life, faith, and spiritual discernment to the faithful who pray with us, so that they may always worship with reverence and love, partake of your holy mystery, help blame or condemnation, and become worthy of your heavenly kingdom. And grant that always guarded by your power, we may give glory to you, to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, now and ever, and to the ages of ages.